this is Town Roots Podcast, episode number 40. Welcome to the Town Roots Podcast, the podcast of, about, and for Oakland. No matter if you live in the town, do business here, or are visiting, we have something for you. And now, your hosts, Anthony Wilson and Vincent Hayes. Today, we have the pleasure of having Chef Daphne from the Cake and Sugar Company here in Oakland. Chef Daphne, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you today? We are good. Good. Anthony, how about yourself? I'm doing fantastic. Can't wait to hear everything Chef Daphne has to talk about today. Yes. I'm excited. So with, I'm excited. Without further ado, <laughs> Chef Daphne, go ahead and tell us a little bit about you and why you started the Cake and Sugar Company. My name is Daphne Hightower. I am a chef in culinary and pastry. I went to culinary school for both things. I have a degree <laughs> in both things. That, that seems to be the most important thing for people to know is if you went to school or not. I actually started, I was married. My ex-husband was a little over 700 pounds, a little bit over that. And he played football. He was special reserves. I won't say the team, but it's local. And he needed to lose some weight and he needed mass more than just genius. So I just decided I would start cooking for him. I didn't want to waste money on somebody else. <laughs> so I started cooking for him and helped him lose over 300 pounds. And he was more solid than he was. I don't want to say flabby because everybody got a little bit of flab, right? <laughs> but I made him more muscle instead of just like regular. Wow. That's incredible. 700 pounds and then lost 300? Yeah, like a little over 300. Yes, sir. And what was <laughs> and the time was, frame? What was the time frame um, of that? How long did that I take? Would give, I would say it was anywhere from 8 to 10 months. And only because it was it was really just him sitting and just eating. He wasn't doing too much of anything like other than practice. So once you just get him on, you can still eat what you want. It just limited what how much you can have. So instead of five drumsticks, maybe you just do three. You don't kill yourself at first with just one. You just little by little by little. And then you don't even realize that you're doing it. Your body gets so used to, okay, instead of five, we've had three. Now we're used to three. Now we're four. That's awesome. So tell us how, based on that experience and your culinary experience, you came up with cake and sugar. I used to be like a really big, big ice cream person and like candy, like Hershey's Kisses and like, you know, normal, normal candy. And one day I said, I want to make my own candy. I want to make my own popcorn. I want to make my own cupcakes and see what happens. I woke up, went into the kitchen and just started baking and then said, I think I'm going to go to school. I think this is what I want to do. And it was like the first thing in a long time that I was excited about other than my children, other than it was definitely like waking up oh i can go in there and just make me a pound cake if i feel like it okay hold on let me do this very cool very cool so i've been looking at your instagram page and you are making some beautifully designed dishes and baked goods so where do you get the inspiration from for your baked goods honest i'm gonna i'm gonna be completely honest when i first started i just wanted to do something different i had searched around the bay area different places local known and unknown and everybody was making like the same thing everybody's making a peach cobbler everybody's making a banana pudding but we here at the cake and sugar company we have 30 flavors of banana pudding so 
You're not running up on us with just a regular flavor. We have red velvet, carrot cake, German chocolate, peach cobbler, banana pudding. We have so many different flavors. I just want it to be different. And so we've made cinnamon roll peach cobbler that many people have taken and tried to make their own. It just started out of wanting to be separate from what everybody else was doing, if that makes any sense. <laughs> no, that definitely makes sense. That's all. Chef, you had me at Hershey's Kisses and M&M's because those are my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Tell me, what are your specialty items? Like, what are you most known for? So I originally, I think like most people, we start out with a ton of ideas. So you may have started out with 100 ideas and you have to like push it down to five good things. And one day I met Bay Area Foods. And he was like, well, if you have something that you really like, and I didn't have anything, I didn't have anything to support, nothing to give to him to try, nothing. I had nothing, literally nothing. And I said, you know what? I like this. Other people like this. Let me make a sampler box. So I ended up making this sampler box. It's a pink box. It's $50. You get a half a dozen cupcakes. It comes like peach cobbler cupcakes, banana pudding cupcakes, strawberry and cream, and then a host of cookies. Peach cobbler cookies are what we're most famous for. And this box. (laughs) So is the box like a subscription or do you just sell them individually? So how it works is it sells out as soon. If I post right now while we're on this podcast, I will sell out by the end of this conversation. (laughs) People want this box because it's not a subscription-based type of situation. I do have a wait list because so many people want it all the time. But all it is, I just thought of, hey, let me put the things that the people like the most Mm -hmm. in a smaller version in this box. Mm -hmm. So you're able to taste different things. Like You don't have to just settle for a half a dozen of brownie cookies. When you get three in the box, three peach cobbler cookies, three strawberry cream, three banana pudding cookies. It's just like a whole smorgasbord of different flavors. (laughs) And so you just post to Instagram when you're ready to do a box and then people place orders and you fulfill the orders? Yes, sir. So if anybody, we're working on our website as of now, we have so many people come in and try to help us build this website because it needs to be specific. (laughs) And so I just decided to, not today, but like I decided, hey, we need to do a better job at this, this juncture. And the website was doing good, but it could have been doing better. I need a specific calendar because those boxes sell out so fast. I've got cussed out before (laughs) with Jeff. Yes, yes. My grandmother died at the height of the pandemic. Somebody said, I'm glad your grandma passed because they couldn't get a box. That's how bad the boxes. Oh <laughs> my God. These are some crazy boxes then. Right. Listen, I have had to put them on pause a couple of times because people, they get crazy with the box. It's mm. like having something everybody wants, but mm. you can't, like, I'm one person and mm. we just hired somebody. So we're two people. We can't fill 200 boxes in one day. And so that's what I was going to ask. How many boxes are there? And then so, how long uh, does it take you to fulfill the orders? So it just depends. I put out a post on Sunday and I said, Hey, we have 75 boxes Wednesday and Friday, drop off, pick up whatever 75 boxes. Once those sell out, they go on a waiting list. And then I try to get those waiting lists down as quick as possible. But realistically, like it could be a couple weeks, could be a month, just depends on how many orders we got and then how far out we have to push that out. I've had orders to say it was a July and I've had orders all the way until November or December (laughs) for a box. 
So when people are put on the wait list, do you put them on the wait list for the box that and the contents of the box that was originally distributed or do you yes. give them something different? No. So the boxes are preset. So whatever it comes in that box is what you're getting in that box. The customized boxes can be done, but people don't want to pay for the customized box because then we're working in a whole nother <laughs> price. Oh, okay. You know, Makes price sense. Point. And then it's, wait a minute, girl, that $50 box sounds better than an $80 box. <laughs> Do you have other things that you sell other than the stuff that's in the box? I guess what I'm hearing is that the box, is, the box includes your most popular items. Yes. But so you sell other items as well, too. And how do you sell those? Is it you said you're having issues with your website? Is it just via social media? Do you have a brick and mortar store? Do you do pop ups? Walk us through that. How does that? So we first started in Oakland. We moved to Hayward because let's be honest, we're in a time now where everything is expensive. So, yeah, you can have like the best business in the world. Rent right now for a little space with no kitchen is almost $3,000. That's just to walk in. So we moved to Hayward, had issues with the wiring. And so now we found another building and we're coming right back to Oakland and going to have a better expansion of our business because my husband, he just quit Chef Smelly's to start his own business. So we're like, okay, now we really need something that'll fit both of us. And community kitchens aren't working at the moment because everybody is in the community. So, oh, so to answer to your question, yes, they can order through the DM. They can order through the email. The website still has a link where you can go in and then just give me your contact information. And then one of us will get back to you. But definitely, I've never had a problem, an issue for God with how we're doing it now. (laughs) So, Chef Daphne, what's important to you about having this business in Oakland? What's important to me is Oakland is the hub of everything. It is where you can go get some of the freshest outfits, some of the best food. We just came back from Reno a couple of weeks ago. I'm not going to say it was the worst food, but when you're used to being in the Bay, nothing else tastes the same. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> no matter where you, no matter where you go. And I've always felt like me individually, I give back to the domestic violence services, all of the shelters. We do that every year. And so Being next to something that forces you to be about community, because you can't be in Oakland without being about community. You will fail. You have to be here. You have to show up, whether it's you showing up for Oakland kids, whether you showing up for your school, your kids school after school program. However it looks, if you live here, you work here, you're here, you need to participate. (laughs) So that is what is definitely important to me. I give back to my kids school. I make sure that I push forward in everything that I'm doing. I hope I answered the question because it's definitely important really to me. Have you felt a lot of support from other businesses here in Oakland? Very good question. And I'm going to totally be honest. Absolutely not. And I will say that I don't think my conversation is I've been to L.A. to do. I've been to L.A. to perform, to cater. I've never been to actually just be. And I see the posts from people I talk to. People still order for me. They could be like, I call myself your favorite chef, favorite chef. Because somebody has stolen from me. Somebody has took my stuff and made it their own. And so the community doesn't, we don't stand up for each other like that. Especially 
in the black chef world, that's not something that we do. And being a woman in the black chef world can get a little bit more difficult because I don't, so I may not have the followers, but somebody could come to my page, snatch something off of there. And nobody will say, Hey, I seen this on chef Daphne. I seen this on the cake and sugar company. They will just be like, Oh, you made, Oh girl, you made that. Okay. And that's the problem that we normally have. So do you feel like you're a trailblazer in the black female chef space? I would like to think so, but I don't think that we, no one ever say, hey, Daphne, I think you're a trailblazer. (laughs) You just have to kind of think you are and hope Mm -hmm. you get that recognition. But a lot of times I get people and customers. There's one guy, his name is Adisa, very amazing painter. I'm telling you guys, he's top notch. He orders a cake for me every year. And I used to be so upset at people like, oh, my gosh, you're only getting one thing a year. <laughs> oh, no, just your birthday cake. But this man is saving up every year to get his cake from me. No one else, just me. And he always orders more than one thing. So when we think about trailblazers and things like that, sometimes you you settle with the fact that you won't get the recognition but you know that somebody out there is saving up to get your thing. <laughs> so that's always like motivates me to keep going. That's awesome. So let me ask you this. I've gone through and perused your Instagram account and I noticed that Damon Wayans is out there. How did he find out about you? I'm, I'm going to be honest. I have stage three stomach cancer. When I found out earlier this year, <laughs> I kind of hit it. A long, like I hit it a long time. I didn't say anything. I just kept doing people's weddings or catering or doing the dessert or cake. And I just kept going. And so I got really sick a few months ago. And I said, you know what? If I have to go, I'm going to go the way I want to go. Not the way that you guys are going to force me to go. <laughs> so I seen he was coming and I actually have him, his father, and Cedric the Entertainer and D.L. Hughley on my list of people that I need to meet still. <laughs> So I said, you know what? His birthday was like a week ago. I said, I'm going to take him a sampler box. And I put a couple of extra things in there. To I'm meeting a superstar. You got to put a little extra in, in there. Yeah. And I, I just asked. While he was on stage, I said, happy belated birthday. And just yelled out. <laughs> and he was like, you made me something? I said, yes. And it's good as hell. Excuse my language. And I said, I'd like to give it to you. So when he got off, I said, hey, I'd love to give this to you. Can I take a picture? He told me to come on up. We had a good conversation. He tasted it, made videos and everything. And it was just me basically just asking. So everybody that you can see on my page are like, quote unquote, celebrities. I honestly just asked them. Just ask them. (laughs) Hey, can I drop this off? Can I do your green room? Can I bring this to your mom? Because I know she's up here with you. Different things. I've made gummy bear cookies, you guys, okay, to give to a star's kid before. So I'm telling you, it's just about asking. That's cool. That's really cool. How did, so everybody has been dealing with the pandemic in some way or another. How did it affect you and your business? I'm going to say that I don't think that I was initially affected. I believe that as the years have went on, we are starting to see that we are affected more. And that's only because, yeah, we didn't know what to do when the pandemic first started. So everybody was like scrambling. We couldn't get things. We couldn't do things. And it was a scary time. But I think what it forced most of us to do is to figure it out. (laughs) You have to 
figure it out. If you don't have eggs, what can you make now? Can you make something vegan? Can you make something eggless? Can you do flourless? What can you do with the ingredients that you have? Because this pandemic is not helping in any way. But compared to now, the differences I fear for businesses today, even mine, is we're not ready for this that's coming or that's here. We don't have any financial relief. And I just went to Costco the other day. You can only buy two two things of egg. I'm a baker. I have to have more than <laughs> 48 eggs. I use 48 eggs in my sleep. Oh, so wow. this time is a time where I fear we won't get all of the things that we need. We won't get milk. We won't get water. We won't get heavy cream and sugar. It's just so many stores are just clear, even of monsters. (laughs) And I'm with you on that, Daphne, because I don't know why Costco (laughs) gave up the five dozen box of eggs. You can't get that anymore. Listen, I said this guy, I should have wrote his name down. This guy bought me a thing of eggs because you can only get two. So he bought me a thing of eggs and I offered him a sampler box just as thank you. Because I would have had to come back the next day and things were are just crazy. There's no way that people are still buying crab when crab is almost $40 a pound. There's no way you guys can still get a cheeseburger for $12 when ground beef has went up substantially. So it's hard for us today because we don't have no, no EDD right now. <laughs> Ain't no EDD coming. Okay. So that is what bothers me. Whereas at the beginning, everybody had $3,500 extra a month thanks to ED. So they had a little bit to spend, but not now. We're still trying to get gas. Gas is at an all-time high. So you mentioned your husband's business. Are you yes, both sir. involved in each of the businesses or you kind of run them separately? How does that work? So I have built my business up from the ground. I love my husband to death, but in answer to your question, I own my business and he owns his business. And it's only because Even though you're married, even though I'm married to this amazing chef, he still needs his own independence for his business as well as I, because I don't ever want it to cross like you. And I'll be honest. A lot of people say, hey, if I'm with him and I drop off something, I've been doing this some years and people will look at me and go, your husband did a great job on that box. Wait a minute now. I did this box. It was before y'all even know I had a husband. (laughs) So how is that? And so we don't really too much. Now, he'll help me if I need help, and I'll definitely help him if he needs help. Jumping on his back doesn't seem like the best thing for me (laughs) to do today. (laughs) I'm established. He's trying to get us that. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that tickled me a little bit more than I should have. But So, yes, that's excellent. I think the next question I really want to ask is, what do you see yourself going with the business? What What are your goals or visions for this business in the future? My goal is I have two children, nine-year-old son, five-year-old daughter. They are absolutely, I know people like, oh, my kids are so amazing. There's this, I really mean my children are amazing. My son's father passed away last year of COVID. And it really, I won't say it broke him, but he wasn't, we didn't find out. We found out through Facebook. And so (laughs) finding out through Facebook, he was in an uproar for months, just sad, depressed. This, this, this is his dad. He hasn't seen him because we were all in quarantine. So he didn't get to see his dad throughout the pandemic at all. And so when the time is nearing and then you're like, oh my God, my, my father passed. 
it was in that moment that I was like, they need something that if I go, they deserve. And so that was important to me because he didn't leave anything. And he worked, I won't say where he worked, but he worked for a very important governmental office, our place. And he has nothing. He has no no life insurance. And he worked for this place making almost $37 an hour, which in this time is like good money considering. <laughs> and he was left nothing. And so here I am building up a business for my children. And I'm like, what am I going to do with it? What, who gets it if something happens to me, even considering now that I have cancer? And so in answer to the question, I want to leave it to my children. I'm doing seasonings as well, just so they can have passive income. Because this, yes, it's for me. And I want to take them places with, with what you're doing. But would you rather have a Disney cruise? Or would you rather me put stake in your name in this business that I'm definitely trying to take to another level? That's what's more important to me. I didn't learn financial literacy and I still have a way to go. <laughs> but I'm glad with this business, I'm able to step outside of that and learn more about how to do things and make sure that they'll be okay when they get a little older. You don't have to have it, but my daughter definitely is going to be a chef. She got two kitchens, okay? She's definitely going to be a chef. <laughs> so are you taking the opportunity now to teach your kids the business when they're young? Yeah, so my son, he's very, let me go with you on deliveries. Let me do this. Let me do that. How do you frost this? And my daughter, she'll pull her kitchen in the kitchen to just cook with you. Okay, so she has it. My son is a video game guy. So I don't know if this business is going to be for him, but you never know what happens in a couple. <laughs> so would your dream be for both of them to work together in your business? I would. That would. Okay, so that's my dream. And I've always said that I don't want to put my dream on my keeper. They decide to do, I hope will be in the best benefit. Even if they decide to franchise, even if what, just bring some money in with this. Don't sell it and go, let it go by the wayside to Mrs. Fields. Keep my business, please. Okay. Keep it for me. <laughs> That's awesome. Can you do us a favor and tell people where they can find you? Yes, we are on Instagram at It's Cake and Sugar Co. We have a TikTok page that I'm really trying to grow at the moment. <laughs> and that is the same as Cake and Sugar Co. on TikTok. We have a Facebook like everyone else. And we also have email, the Cake and Sugar Company at gmail.com. Perfect. Perfect. And we'll put all that in our show notes for this episode. But I want to thank you so much for sharing your experience and your time with us today, Chef Evan. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys. I was excited all week, okay? <laughs> thank, thank, thank you for listening to the Town Roots Podcast. For more information about the show, to leave comments and connect with the hosts, head over to www.townroots.com.